0: How can a story be huge yet still underappreciated and underreported? I guess if it's this opioid epidemic that's going on in America, uh, where we have around forty thousand people now a year dying, more than car crashes, more than lots of things that we, more than gun deaths, more than a lot of things that we talk about regularly, right. legislation passed, uh, town hall meetings held, people are dying from taking these drugs. I, I think people are aware. Yeah, okay, I get it. There's a big
1: problem with people overdosing but they don't quite comprehend how many people it is and what it looks like on the local level. Because when you look at these individual towns, it blows your
0: mind. You know what just occurred to me? The big difference between those examples I had. Um, I worry about getting in a car wreck a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd hate to be shot by a criminal. I'm not going to die from a heroin overdose. Nope. So, whatever. Nope. It s- sucks that you all are, but I'm not going to. And Somebody you love might, though. Yep. Yep. It happens. Yep. This story I thought was interesting from the Washington Post they got into it a uh, big uh, big feature over the weekend and this uh, gets to you know as a taxpayer maybe I'm not going to die of a heroin overdose but I don't want all my do I how much of my money do I want to, to go toward stopping others from dying of heroin over- overdoses or are your plans to stop people a waste of my money And towns all across America are dealing with this cuz there's a lot of your medium-sized towns where they're just they spend all their time dealing with people who've overdosed on something. Mm-hmm. And they got no place to put the bodies. They got, they, got no, they got no time to deal with any other crime or anything like that because they're constantly on a 911 call for somebody who's about to die, which is interesting. Uh, amid budget concerns, towns and cities from Kentucky to Maine have begun questioning how much money and effort they should be spending to deal with overdoses. State and local officials say it might be time for some tough love because of the cost of what they're doing. This drug that they give you, Narcan, n- yeah. nol- naloxone, they give you a shot of this stuff, and it can stop you from dying. So you took the elephant tranquilizer. Why you you taking elephant tranquilizers? Because the
1: hippopotamus tranquilizer just didn't take the edge off.
0: I'm not <laughs> joking. <don't> <laughs> People are actually taking yeah. a medication designed <laughs> to put an elephant to sleep. Right. Now, an elephant... It's very, very big. That's right. Let's start there.
1: That's right, Ellie. That's right.
0: So it's more
1: than enough, you would think, to get you where you need to be. I don't think you need to take a lot of it. I start with a little bit and see how you feel.
0: As a big drinking fan, I was able to get as as uh, relaxed, inebriated, checked out as I needed to be with, uh, with something I got at the corner convenience store. Right. In, in silver cans. That's the right. The old silver bullet. I didn't need elephant tranquilizers. But whatever, people are taking those and if you well, if, part of it is you don't know what you're taking cuz you're buying it on a street and the rest of it. If you take too much of it and you almost die, the uh the, the police or paramedics will show up and they'll give you a shot of this and it'll keep you alive. Problem is, in many cases these these shots cost $4500 each. Um And the opioids are getting stronger and stronger. So in Ohio, this particular town that they looked at in Ohio, first responders say it's not uncommon for overdose victims to have previously been revived with that drug at least a half a dozen times. Frequent flyers. She got somebody you show up. Oh, hey, it's Jenny. Half a dozen. It's Jenny again. We've got to give her 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 sixth forty five hundred dollar shot to save her from dying. I think it's time to.
1: Well, this sounds terrible. Absolutely terrible. And it's going to well, I just I feel bad because I know there are mom and dad listening who who lost their kid who was in a car wreck and hurt their leg or whatever needed the painkillers, got hooked, ended up dead. And and it's it's a tragedy. It's horrible. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I retract what I was going to say. Okay. It had to do with electing Charles Darwin to the city council. But
0: so you're gonna go with the, uh, uh, Was he running? Put, what you put in your body is your decision. Well, not precisely, no. Uh, especially given the history... I'm attempting of- to put really divisive words in your mouth <laughs> for talk radio purposes. Thank you. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: especially given the
1: unbelievable sins of Big Pharma in this. Their faked up studies in their press releases claiming that Oxycontin is not addictive. I mean, they just freaking lied. And the medical establishment for some reason fell in line, started handing this stuff out like candy. So you know you got all these people addicted, but I tell you what—the the, the point that somebody t- has to be brought back from over the river sticks. Look it up; it's a reference to mythology. I mean, at the sixth time you got to drag them back over the river. Yeah, at some point, I don't know. Maybe we spend that money on on books for kids
0: or something. Well, this particular town in Ohio, and,
1: and them s- say something nice uh, during your service.
0: This conversation's being had all across America because they're just plain running out of money. This particular town in Ohio, they've decided they'll give you three shots of that stuff. You get three. Wow. But that's it. Wow. So you get like a, a punch card in reverse. This woman. Like that gets you the free one on the fourth time around, except <laughs> it gets you a trip to the morgue. This uh, woman they interviewed for the Washington Post, Kelly Bruner, she's 30 years old. She's overdosed on heroin 13 times. In the past wow. year, she's been revived. In the past year? In the past year, she's. She got to learn to weigh it or, or, or get a better deal or something. She's been revived with Narcan 10 times. She said she and her friends have now started doing CPR on each other. Because of the three strikes rule that they have on how many times they'll give you the Narcan. As long as we know we have a pulse and a heartbeat with each other, we aren't going to call the cops because nobody wants to use that Narcan shot if you only get three. That means there, if I get one, that I've only got two more left before I'm going to die. Yes, that is what it means, darling. So uh, you and I are hanging out doing our OxyContin or heroin or whatever right. we're doing. IOD, my eyes roll back in my head, looks like I'm going to die. You feel a pulse, you go ahead and try to save me yourself before you call 911, because you don't want to waste a Narcan shot until you really think you need it. Right. Or, you know, if your buddy passes out, just keep checking his pulse. Now, you tell me. So the conversation, part of the conversation, similar to what you are just having, is how often do you save some of these people? Some of these people show no interest in stopping. Right. Seriously, society. A woman who ODs, what was it, a dozen times? Yeah, ten and, Narcan shots in a year. And they're now to, they're now down to giving each other CPR, just for the you know, to to save for the really serious times when you've overdosed and think you're going to die. For the to, to to call the man. What's my role in that person's life? That's a, that's a tough question right there. Given given the limited resources a society
1: has. And that that is an unpopular notion. In fact, it's it's practically an unheard of notion these days that you can only spend what you take in and should not spend any more. In fact, it's practically laughable by today's standards, particularly on the progressive left, but increasingly in the Republican Party as well. But given the reality, I choose to live in reality, Jack. Um, given the reality that that chick, for instance, has, has caused her town to spend $45,000 on the shots alone. Never mind the emergency services and the lack of ability. It's tough to put a number I'm on it. but
0: guessing the taxpayers raising a few kids and that sort of thing. Also in her life. More, but,
1: oh, my. Uh, could be. Uh, at what point do the limited resources of East Despair, Ohio. Um, you know, <laughs> that
0: is a terrible name.
1: Well, I think when they You're named in- it, they made a mistake.
0: <laughs> I think your home prices would be better if you weren't called
1: Despair. <laughs> right. But at some point, the, the city council people there at, at despair uh, have to say, "Listen, she's a, she's a nice little gal, but she's doomed." You know, there are a couple of concepts we've lost in America. Or she doesn't number one, care. As you go, number two, evil. There are evil people. There are evil things. Number three, doomed. You're doomed. She's doomed. Wouldn't wouldn't in literature? Wouldn't she be described as doomed?
0: Well, how about as a? If I'm going to be really libertarian, do people have a right to not care whether they live or die? I think you do. Yes. I don't it's, think it's she cares. It's a difficult line to draw. She clearly doesn't care. I'm not entirely cold hearted. I think everybody should get the one freebie, the one, oh, oh, you made a mistake. Maybe this is the thing that, that brings you out of it. But You're be- young, you didn't know. Yeah, but beyond that, I think they should only use them on the attractive people. But I'm very <laughs> wow. shallow. Wow. Wow. Well, wow. you got to judge it somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm listening to other options, but that's the one that I'm bringing to You're the table. You're not saying
1: that's a perfect standard. No. But, but, but it is a standard. I'm
0: willing to admit there might be a better one out there. That's just the thing that I came up <laughs> well,
1: with. Well, there could be other other standards applied, you know, attractive and, I don't know, good manners. Let me uh, finish. Keeps her, keeps her lawn mode. that sort of thing, like a point scale, an overall grade.
0: But weighted heavily towards the attractiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, wrap this up so we don't uh, keep talking about this uh, horrifyingly depressing and impossible to solve problem. Tell us about the morgues, Daddy. This is about the babies. This particular sheriff said, I've had three babies born in my jail in the last year and a half, and the last one was born in a toilet. The female population in that county more than doubled in recent years because of drug-related offenses. The judges, to try to save the babies with these pregnant women who show up, who are heroin addicts, sentence the mothers to jail, thinking that's the best thing for the babies. The women get in there, induce labor, so that they can get the baby out of them and get back out on the street and do more heroin what do you do with that th- those people where does
1: our duty to them end that's an interesting question i'd say all right before we go to break how many norcan shots per person you got to punch card there in uh, gloom city uh, pennsylvania <laughs> um i give you 3 I kind of like three. Boy,
0: three's a lot.
1: Three, I'm a compassionate man.
0: Jeez, three's a lot. There are a
1: lot of good people who get addicted
0: to stuff, Jack. I was going to go two, and I thought yeah. maybe I'm getting soft. Two and one placebo. What? <laughs> I don't think placebos work when you're unresponsive, Michael. Sean's, uh, Sean's one is not a bad argument. <laughs> You, you didn't know, you didn't really, you didn't think it could happen to you, you didn't realize what you were doing with. You know now, if I hadn't given you this shot, you would be dead right now. Now you go live your life how you choose, with that knowledge. I gotta let him stumble and fall one more time. Wow. Is... W- what? I do too, but only if they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, you, I don't, do you realize money is fungible? Are you aware of that? Yes! So not only... <laughs> Not only are you spending the $4,500 of taxpayers' money on something that I may not care about, that person, they don't care if they live or die. So why are you taking my $4,500 and spending on them? They They care. The pills care more. They don't care. They're
1: the slave of the pills.
0: So now you're pro-slavery. But even if you're pro-taking that that tax money from me, that's money that didn't go to our school or a pothole or whatever the hell else. Exactly. It's an opportunity cost. That's what I was trying to point out with the firefighters.
1: If they're saving uh, Junkie Jenny over there, they're not... uh, Helping out the, the kid who fell out of the tree and broke his arm.
0: Junkie Jenny, who lives in East Despair, Ohio. Right. That's her uh, Yeah, it's her Facebook well, page. That's, that's a shame. Nobody ever wants to date her. Mm-hmm. Junkie Jenny in East Despair. Jeez. you, I, 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 Honest to God, I don't know what the number is, but if you've OD'd 13 times, I'm not willing to spend a nickel on you. You're on your own. Because it just...
1: You know, some of the great philosophers in the history of mankind have made the same point I'm about to, so blame them. If you don't have the freedom to make bad
0: decisions, you have no freedom. True that. Great philosophers have said that also. True that. Our text line is four one five two nine five kftc 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. I'll be interested to hear what you all have to say about that. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. as you would imagine on the discussion of uh, opioid abuse in America. And how much do you spend on trying to save somebody who doesn't appear to have much interest in uh, stopping taking drugs themselves? All right. I mean, like, five, six, eight, twelve times?
1: Bringing them back from the dead?
0: Uh, Several people brought up, and I should have addressed this, why the hell does it cost $4,500 per shot? Uh, it didn't a couple of years ago it's supply and demand the the company can make that much money we got to do something about that obviously you got to get somehow get the price down in a free market system because it shouldn't cost that much but even even if you got the price down to where that's not the issue how many times do you just send the police and the paramedics to to revive somebody who's OODing of their own free will although joe would say it's not their free will it's the drug talking so I don't know yeah I don't know either um we got to figure this out we can't just say I don't know we can't. No. Well, we so we going personally can, <laughs> but we can't. We can't as society, right? If it, if it continues on the track, it's on. I mean the the graph of deaths from these kind of drugs is is it's unbelievable. It's already the leading cause of death for people under fifty. Um, it's at some point you have to decide. Okay, I'm not taking heroin. I think you're a moron for ever even trying it. But we can't have all the population dying off. How about if somebody gets hooked on the stuff because they're
1: in a terrible car wreck and broke their pelvis, and then they got hooked on the pain pills, and then the pain pills got cut off, and they're puking, and they're sweating, and the rest of it, and so they they get some stuff off the street. Do you give them more of a free pass than somebody who just wants to get numb because their life is crappy and they refuse to improve it? Are those different cases for you?
0: I don't know how in many. Your
1: Machiavellian world of cruelty. How <laughs> <hate?
0: laughs> I many? You have a li- limit. There is limited compassion. If the compassion is taxpayer dollars. You can you say, human can have unlimited compassion, but there are limited taxpayer dollars. That's just a fact. That's not a fact at
1: all, Jack. Not in modern America, where we have $20 trillion plus in debt. $20 trillion worth of, I know we don't have the money, but I
0: want to do it. God, it just makes me crazy to even think about it. But anyway. You're a town, and wherever in America, you have so much money to spend, and you got police, and you got firefighters. And Maybe got,
1: it's Crap Hole, Iowa, for instance. They've got a hell of a problem. With
0: and you got roads, and you got schools, and, and you got the 4th of July fireworks, and you've got well, all we these got things. Oh, got no money for that anymore. you got all these things you spend your tax pay, pay, pay your money on. You you can't spend it all on helping out people who won't stop trying to kill themselves.
1: Here's the answer. You want to hear the answer? Do you have the guts to hear
0: the answer? Probably not. I'm probably too weak a man. Here it comes. Now, are you
1: retracting again what you're no, going to say? No, I'm just. I want to phrase it correctly. You got the yips? No, I, <laughs> no, I don't, it's just don't babble out nonsense. Sometimes <laughs> I think about what I'm going to say. So, I, Joe Getty, you advocated. The three strikes, the most generous policy on the on the team here, yeah. that you get three shots of the what do you call it? That stuff, Narcan. Um, I'm also going to tell tell you from a scientific perspective, from an economic perspective, this is self correcting. You let enough people croak of this, it'll stop. Because word will get out; it's just too dangerous. Well, yeah. Number one, word will get out. Them. Number two, those who would will be dead, leaving only those who wouldn't. I mean, if you look at it from, uh, you're studying any species of animal engaging in any behavior,
0: anything, if a certain behavior is killing a certain number of that species, that won't last forever. People will make it a priority, I will, to tell my kids starting when they're old enough to understand that, that that you don't you want to stay away from this stuff here's right. why. And, and other forces will take hold too. This is more of a free market
1: than like a biological uh, analysis, but it, people who are perceived as more innocent. I mean, cuz listen, some of you live live such sheltered lives, uh, limousine liberals or or, or or limousine conservatives, for that matter. You haven't hung out with enough losers. There are losers. There is a certain segment of humanity that will never amount to any good. Waste of skin. They just won't. Waste of air. It's just maybe you can't deal with, oh, how can you say don't give up on people? I've given up on plenty of people. Anyway, so, um, you know, if you accept that. There is another subset of the junkies who might die who are not losers. They had the terrible car wreck or the back surgery or whatever they get hooked and 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 well the the free market of human compassion will flow to them, and the limited resources that we have to help the the junkie class will flow to them um and I think it 'll be it 'll take care of itself more or less, but unlimited resources spent on unlimited people who are killing themselves with pills uh, that's unsustainable and it, and it won't continue I and, don't think
0: and then because uh, Megan Kelly covered this a couple weeks ago on her show even if you get the people to uh, to give a damn about the fact that you keep ODing okay now what the rehabs don't work very well they, right. they barely work at all a lot right. of them are fake Yeah. Uh, so you got that whole issue um, it's a problem though No doubt.
1: And uh, do do you have the the morgue stuff? Dang it, Joe. The
0: morgue stuff. No, I don't.
1: (laughs) The morgue stuff. Yeah, I knew I could come up with it pretty pretty quickly. Um, Opioid overdoses overwhelm the nation's morgues. You have a bunch of counties, and it's particularly in the East and Midwest for some reason. Maybe it's the climate. Um, Where the morgues are so full, they're renting refrigerator trucks. And parking them out back, and they got trucks full of stiffs out back, like the semis that you get your delicious fish sticks in, or whatever, are now full of dead people. The Swan's truck has dead people in it? Exactly, because they can't process them uh, fast enough. Um... Boy, this article is also talking about some of the... Because once you get, start getting your drug on the street, you don't know what you're getting. And these manufacturers, they make it just look just like the pills you get from your pharmacy. So you think you're getting oxycodone or oxycontin or whichever the powerful one is. And and you're getting furanil fentanyl, uh, which is 100 times more potent than heroin. And these scumbags who, who, who market this stuff, they don't have the... The interest nor the technology to properly measure out doses, et
0: cetera, and that's why so many people are croaking. How about more death penalties for people who are manufacturing this stuff? There's no reason for that stuff to exist at all. county in Ohio
1: recently borrowed an air-conditioned mass casualty trailer to relieve the space shortage at the morgue. So they, they brought in, like, plane crash equipment to deal with their populace. You know, that's a good question. And the, the whole uh, disparity in the sentencing laws in the 80s, I guess it was the 80s, with the crack versus powder cocaine, and there probably was a racial element to it. But the other thing was it came on like such a scourge. So many people were dying and overdosing and becoming subhuman that it was similar to this. Like you, you call out for the death penalty for somebody who's selling these, this stuff on the street because it's so dangerous. I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with that. I have I have a huge problem with the quote-unquote war on drugs just because you you don't think people should have the right to get high. You don't want that, so you put people in jail. I'm not with you on that. But if you're selling death on the streets and people are dying, yeah, round these people up and, and, and hang them. I'm for hangings.
0: Wow, okay. There well, you go. There you go. That's the Joe I know and love. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not back. That, I'm not better that,
2: than ever. Not that compassionate <laughs> yeah, Joe, back, Joe Yeah, welcome back, Joe.
0: Thanks, Michael. What's it's coming up in your either.
2: news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump and Putin's undisclosed meeting raising a lot of questions about their relationship Turns out many Alzheimer's patients may not actually have the disease, and Chris Christie, the big man, getting no love at the ballpark. Coming up (laughs) minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. How the hefty have fallen. Yeah, man, his
0: star shone so brightly. Yeah. A few years back.
1: You know who's on the rise? One Robert Ritchie of Detroit, Michigan. Kid Rock running for the Senate. tell you about his candidacy coming up.
0: He's actually running for the Senate. That is correct. Yeah. He's a cowboy, tr- baby. I'll eat my truck if he's a cowboy. Nah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Stay Wait tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: So Trump and
0: Putin had a secret meeting, and you're still hammering it, Marshall. Oh, yes, my gosh. Yes, the yes. liberal
1: media. Unbelievable. World leaders have meetings with world leaders, Marshall. Back channels are as normal as, as anything in foreign relations. Why do you try to bring this man down the way you do? Why did they and meet And now, Armstrong and Getty <laughs> attack at their beloved newsman.
0: Also, is just a Russian interpreter. Right. So, Trump doesn't really know how the conversation was going or what was happening. There was, there was only one side of it. Right. Which is not unprecedented, according to Ian Bremmer. Nixon used to do that because he didn't trust the State Department. Mm. He thought they would leak. Right. Because they would. Because they would. Especially in the Trump And case. they will now. Yeah. Anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
2: Well, it is not just I, but President Trump is continuing to rail against the reports of that second secret meeting at the G20 summit. Official
0: President Secret in front of 20 people at a dinner. I mean, we got to point that out. Right? right. I mean... It was undisclosed to the population. It's secret. That nonsense. didn't come up. But it didn't happen in a back alley at 2 in the morning. <laughs> no, everybody's looking for secret <laughs> meetings in back alleys. You don't have them there anymore. The secret <laughs> meetings you have in front of people. It's right. at, at, brilliant.
2: At dinner, yes. he got,
0: at dinner, he got up and walked over and sat next to Putin, and they talked for an hour in front of everybody at dinner. Maybe an hour. Somebody told Ian Bremer it was an hour, so
2: he's saying it's an hour. How far away from the table were they? Good question. Official President Trump, tweet reader Vincent Nicholas with the latest from Trump. Fake news story of secret dinner with Putin is sick. All G20 leaders and spouses were invited by the Chancellor of Germany. Press new! Now, Armstrong and Getty contributor Ian Bremer broke the story. He says the second meeting, though, raised a lot of eyebrows and questions about the relationship between the two men.
1: It's very clear that Trump's relationship with Putin, who most of these countries consider a direct antagonist and a dangerous one is actually much warmer than their own. I think that's what makes this so unique. That is true. That's undeniable. Our relationship with Germany is very chilly right now. Our relationship with our blood-letting adversary Russia is just terrific. I mean, what's going on there? I don't know.
2: It turns out that uh, PET scans, imaging scans, show many Alzheimer's patients may not actually have the disease. That's according to a major study to see how the scans can change the nature of Alzheimer's diagnosis and treatment. Well, they obviously have something. I mean, otherwise,
1: people wouldn't think they have Alzheimer's, but go on.
2: Well, the findings are part of the investigation trying to determine whether Medicare should pay for the PET scans searching for the Alzheimer's hallmark sticky amyloid plaque. UC San Francisco researchers found a little over half of the mildly cognitive-impaired patients and 70% of dementia patients had the plaques. In about two-thirds of the scans, or the cases rather, the scanning results changed doctors' initial plans for medication counseling and further testing, resulting in being able to save money spent on inappropriate medications. So what they're looking at, they're saying, okay, if we got to pay $2,000 for the PET scan, will it actually result in savings if we don't right, have to prescribe sure. the medication? Yeah. So that's what they have discovered there. Spending money to save money. And New Jersey Governor Chris Christie made a good foul ball catch at the New York Mets game last night. The crowd's cheers turned to loud boos when they realized who actually made the catch.
1: And a souvenir for Chris Christie. Are you kidding me?
2: How about that? You just noticed him. Boy, you hot, I'll tell you. You just noticed him between innings. Get
1: out of here. Nice to see him get from the beach here to the ballpark.
0: Oh! (laughs) Oh! Wow. I finally saw that picture of his family on the beach. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's a good look, isn't it? That (laughs) is rough. If you didn't follow it, they had a government
1: shutdown in New Jersey, which was every bit as stupid as the federal one, and they closed all the state beaches. So Chris Christie and his family went to hang out at the empty beach.
2: The empty beach by the governor's mansion. Right, yes. so weak. Yep. and the, and this catching of the foul ball. Have you have you guys seen the video? No, because what Marshall is not reporting, <laughs> he does nab the foul ball. But he does it from sitting in his seat. Oh. It's so lame. It Could just mean, falls on him. Well, he just, he kind of reaches over and, 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 b- and bounces towards him. But his gravitational heard, pull just drew the ball oh. to him. <laughs> oh, that's that is unnecessary. It would, have, it would have been so much better if him and a normal-sized man maybe holding a beer were jostling for position to get to the ball. Right. But what Vincent is not reporting is Chris Christie then gave the ball to a youngster a few seats away. Very oh, there
0: you go. His approval rating in Jersey's is like 15% now. It's did you see the, Did you guys see the stories of the day when he filled in for Mike Francesca doing sports talk yeah, radio? I did and see that. And people just called up and called him a fat ass and, and a bully. And 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 and, ooh, you suck! And he engaged. He fully engaged. He <laughs> was yelling at them. They were yelling at him. I mean, he's at the, my career's over, it doesn't matter anymore right. point.
1: I'll tell you this about Chris Christie. If you ever hear the sentence, so-and-so is going to have a talk radio show. It's going to blow. It's going to be terrible. It, this may surprise you. This is not as easy as it appears.
0: Nah, it is.
1: Chris Christie, on the other hand, I think would do a really yeah. good talk radio show. I could show. believe
0: that. I could believe that. Yeah.
1: I would listen to that.
0: that. That might be what he was doing last week, was debuting for
2: that. Yeah, it could be. There you go. That's <coughs> a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong at Giddy Show, the voice of the West. I so I don't want to talk about
0: politics, but I'm kind of interested in this angle of it. Kid Rock announced he's running for the U.S. Senate. That's correct, sir. Kid Rock, the musician. Yes. All right. The uh, recent guest at the White House, Kid Rock. Awesome. I actually have a joke from a late night comedian on that from last week. That's kind of funny. Super. <laughs> uh, do you live in one of the most stressed cities in America? I, well, I doubt doubt it. It. <laughs> Things seem pretty chill where I live. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Anything you want, just put a smile on it.
2: It was 1989, my thoughts were short, my hair was long. Caught somewhere between A-boy and man. I'm sure you've already heard the shocking news. Musician Kid Rock, now expressing interest in politics, tweeting that the website KidRockForSenate.com is real. Who better to fight the drug crisis than the man who answers the question, what would happen if a bag of
1: crystal meth wore a fedora?
0: (laughs) Wow. That's belligerence. That was unfair. That is belligerence. Unfair, I say. Here is Conan O'Brien's joke about Kid Rock announcing he's running for the U.S. Senate. Kid Rock has officially announced his candidacy for the U.S. Senate. Kid Rock says he wants to restore America to a better time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Better time. (laughs) I'm doing my my Conan O'Brien impersonation. That's everybody as annoying as he is. (laughs) A better time when it would have been unimaginable for Kid Rock to run for the U.S. Senate. (laughs) Which is true. That's pretty clever. That is true. It is true.
1: But that's why we need Kid Rock to bring us back to that time.
0: When it would have been unimaginable.
1: (laughs) Exactly. For
0: Kid Rock to run for
2: the U.S. Do the math.
1: Kid Rock is officially making a run for the United States Senate. The musician confirmed the news on Twitter Monday. He posted a link to his official campaign website along with a short message, which I am going to give to you now. And I quote, I believe if you work your butt off and pay taxes, you should be able to easily understand and navigate the laws, tax codes, health care, and anything else that the government puts in place that affects us all. Hard to argue with that. It's a bit of a run-on sentence, but I appreciate the sentiment.
0: Hard to argue with that. My only problem is, we're already there. I mean, so what am I arguing about? But the the idea that you've got to be a celebrity of some sort to even get involved in politics is just a a terrible road to go down.
1: Or to do what he's trying to do, which is unseat a multiple-term incumbent. It's... Almost impossible to. Well, no, that's not true. It's it's much more difficult to do it purely with ideas now because you need the spotlight. I mean, there there have been Senate races in the great state of California, which has like a what a seventh of the population of the United States or something like that. No attention whatsoever. No attention because polls show the Democrat, uh, the eight-term uh, incumbent, is ahead thirty points of the polls. So the press just never covers it, which is just stupid and obscene. But anyway, you have to be able to get the spotlight. And uh, one Robert Ritchie of Michigan, Kid Rock, will get that spotlight. He'll be going up against three-term incumbent Democrat Debbie Stabenow. Let me be the first to predict a Kid Rock victory. Partly because any aberrant behavior is out there. Everybody knows about it.
0: Nobody cares about it. Nobody
1: cares. He's a a hard-partying wisehacker. You know what I missed about Kid Rocker in the early days? Because I heard some of his songs like Cowboy and What Was My Name Is Kid? What was the name of that song? My Name Is Kid? The Um, Ba with Tababa song? (laughs) I missed his sense of humor. He's really funny. A lot of his over the top stuff was—he knew it was anyway.
0: Is he dressing himself up a little to to be a senator, or is he just is Maybe he get a new hat? <laughs> going to go out there with his abs and his billowing shirt? Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> is he—is he, he going to go wife beater and backwards fedora?
1: I, I do not know that, sir. You'd have to ask his campaign manager. Debbie Stabanek <laughs> responded with the announcement uh, on her Twitter account. I know we both love a sh-. hmm. You know, her quote is bad enough without me mangling it. <clears throat> I know we both share a love of music. I concede he's better at playing guitar, and I'll keep doing what I do best, fighting for Michigan.
2: Oh,
0: God. Also a run-on <laughs> sentence, by the way. Whatever happened to punctuation. One reason your Trumps and Kid Rocks can, can can win is they don't talk like that. When is a non-celebrity going to catch on to the fact that People don't want to hear politicians talk like that. They, they've they heard that before. With little result, they know it's bullcrap.
2: Right. Pokemon, go to the poll. I oh predict my Kid God. Rock is
1: going to grab her by the ankles and mop the floor with her unfortunate hairdo.
0: I'm telling you, Kid Rock wins this one. Kid, Kid Rock becoming a member of the House? Okay, that doesn't surprise me. Senate. U.S. Senator? Senate. U.S. Senator, the Club of One Hundred. You know, I don't know Kid Rock at all. I have never read an interview. i all I know is a, a few things I've seen. See, he might be fine. I have no I, idea. I will tell you this because I have him. I have heard him speak on these things.
1: When he does his sincere thing. He has a real everyman appeal. Probably very more Mike Rowe-like. Yes, absolutely. Somewhat Trumpian, got just a pinch of Sarah Palin in him, and, and, and a quarter cup of Ted Nugent, um, but, <laughs> but a little more approachable. A more approachable Ted Nugent. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Which the world has been crying out for. Ted, you're a little scary. I love you, but you... uh. So in a focus group, what we need is someone who
0: can run as a more approachable Ted (laughs) Nugent. Wait a minute. How about Kid Rock? Mike Rowe could absolutely get elected in this atmosphere. I don't know if he's ever thought of it or he's just so, uh, uh, you know, turned off by politics and I can see how you would be. But in the current climate of Brexit and Trump and everything that's going on and and counties that voted twice for Obama voting, voting for Donald Trump... Mike Rowe could absolutely get elected to something.
1: I I think uh, our friend Mike is smart enough to understand that getting elected is a huge egogasm. Yeah, right. Doing the job is is much more of a drag.
0: Uh, Well, uh, not only a drag, but a, a difficult thing to pull off and leave with any reputation whatsoever. And you have to not do what you've been doing. You essentially just turn into a fundraiser for 70% of your time or whatever that ridiculous uh, ratio is. to a huge extent, that's correct, yeah. Absolutely true. I mean, this whole thing with the health care, and I don't want to talk about the particulars of health care, but just the issue, Republicans running on this for all these years as the issue, and then nothing happening. I don't know where electoral politics is going to go from here. Uh, It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I just think there's a
1: branch of the Republican Party that's uh, come to accept the unfortunate reality that America expects the government to be a combination of Mommy and Santa Claus. And they are not going to deliver the difficult news that that won't work. They've come over to the Santa Claus side.
0: And hey. so the libertarians and small government types, they're they're hung out to dry. Remember Google glasses? You might be wearing them soon. They're making a comeback. We're going to learn about those coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.